feeling bitchy? Don't be bitchy alone. Listen to Why Am I So Bitchy with Sean Avia, where we'll have a humorous exploration of social and women's health issues with a feminist twist. It's a bitching good time. Hey there, welcome to Why Am I So Bitchy, episode 18. Uh, This week, why am I bitchy? I don't know. Um, It's starting to be hard to think of things to be bitchy about. Um, I feel like I'm bitchy a lot, so it shouldn't be that hard. Um, Anyway, I guess I'm going to talk about grief and bitchiness. So I've This has been on my mind Um, this week. I did a, I heard a talk about grief and bitchiness. Um, And um, something that's been positive for me is I have been having time to journal and reflect. And a lot of um, grief is coming up through that process for me and I think it's really good to process but I think um, often grief has um, symptoms that we maybe not don't recognize and irritability and um, anxiousness and those kind of um, emotions that are hard to go through are in there so Um, I think also for me, sometimes when I'm feeling really raw emotionally, I kind of, um, I try to shut it off and that just makes me a little bit, um, disassociated really. So that looks like a little bit uncommunicative or really trying to, um, tone down my emotions Uh, So they aren't overwhelming to other people as well as me. Because I'm still overwhelmed. I'm just shut down a little bit. Um, So yeah. So that is what's making me bitchy is um, grief. Past grief. Grief of um, losing things. Even though I feel there's a lot of positive changes whenever there's big changes suddenly in your life that can cause grief so if anyone out there is feeling grief um old and new um related or indirectly related to um covid whatever it is just um try to recognize some of those signs and and be loving and compassionate and gentle with yourselves and Um, remember like we all, we all have shitty moments in relating with people and it's okay to ask for forgiveness and to forgive yourself and, or just let things pass. You know, if you have a shitty interaction, sometimes it's okay to just let it pass and have a better one next time, hopefully. So, uh, I hope. Uh, This week, we're going to have an interesting show. I hope you enjoy it. That's why I'm bitchy. I did think of something. I got things to bitch about still. Yay, I can keep my show.
Hey there, welcome to Why Am I So Bitchy, episode 18. This week we are doing kind of a four or five week check-in with um, Sarah, Shemaho, and Rebecca. Last time we talked about change, this time we're having a check-in and talking about balance. Um, So I hope you enjoy the show. Um, Thanks for listening. So welcome to an episode of Why Am I So Bitchy? I hope that was clear to all my guests because <laughs> <laughs> we're on air or will be on air on Friday. Um, and we are having kind of a about a month check-in, maybe five weeks um, with Rebecca, Sarah, and Shamaho to just see how people are feeling with... Um, being still in isolation and stuff with COVID. And um, and then we might have another topic with Shamaho. We'll see how that goes. So how's everyone doing? Sarah? Um, I think, well, we're doing really good. I'm still working. I work alone in my office. So I'm, I don't have interaction with many people. My kids have not seen any other children since like March 13th, mm-hmm. March 13th, maybe, no, maybe March 15th. March 15th was the last day they had a play date. So I'm happy I have two kids and not one at this point because um, like I was saying before, it's a lot harder for single parents with single children at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're doing pretty good. Mike's not working at all. Mike's at home because of no school and no childcare. So, right. yeah. and no work for him because he's at home. It's like kind of a little bit of both. So, yeah. 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 Who wants to go next? Who wants to check in? I will check in. Um, my kids are older, my girls, they're teenagers, and they were really glad, I think, to start homeschooling as weird as that sounds like it was two weeks off of spring break and then a week while the teachers got things figured out and so that is going super well like their teachers have just stepped up like nobody could have even imagined and um we actually had our pack meeting our a zoom pack meeting um last week and the principal was there from the stanley humphreys and she's like we miss everybody so much like we're there we're working online and so the teachers are actually trying to incorporate lots of zoom or google classroom calls with their kids just so they can um feel that connection so and the kids miss their teachers too by the way never thought they would say that but they do um yeah and so we're all actually doing pretty well we're we still get outside and do stuff they walk the dog. Troy is still working full time, so he hasn't his schedule hasn't changed much. And so yeah, we're adjusting well and I actually really like not having a lot expected of me, really. Like 
I am. I'm getting into the rhythm of it, and it's like I I don't mind not having tons of meetings and driving the kids everywhere, and just like not having that constant go pressure. So yeah, I agree. Reassessing things when life gets back, what will we actually go back to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. How are you doing, Shamaho? Well, I'm very, very alone. So sometimes it's okay and sometimes it isn't. Mm-hmm. I don't have anybody to take care of. I don't have anybody taking care of me. The better at home person can't come. Um, I like walking in the woods. I don't really have anybody to talk to or deal with. So yeah. that sounds pretty isolating for you, Chamaho. It very much so. Yeah. Oh. I don't want to call anybody because I'm distressed. And if I call somebody and I'm distressed, then they won't want to talk to me. I do pretty good if somebody calls me because it cheers me up, but people don't. So Ah. I feel like I'm in the way. I feel like we just need to get a phone train for Shamaho going. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to have my mom give you a call because she she talks on the phone a lot. So she or I will give you a call very soon. Okay. Yeah. And I'm promising that if she doesn't call you tomorrow, I probably will. So be ready to talk to one of us. (laughs) (laughs) Do you still get out and walk Tara every day? I do. Okay, good. Yeah. Shamaho and I have run into each other a couple of times walking our dogs. Oh, nice. We've we've bumped into each other at the gardens, and unfortunately this weekend was a rainy weekend, but I look forward to seeing her again at the gardens. I, she gave me, she passed on one of the most beautiful plots, and I tell everyone I got the prettiest plot because Shamaho was there. Beautiful sand. I was going to ask, how are the gardens doing? Have you been down there with this rain recently, Shamaho? Oh, it looks really good, yeah. Good, good. Nice. Yep, there's some very eager gardeners. Good, good. Yeah, I saw someone there working today when I walked by this morning before it was raining. That was nice. Yeah, I think, uh, let's see, for me, the biggest change is that my Jacob is back in the country. So, and him and his girlfriend are um, quarantined in a trailer in front of my head. (laughs) So we have a pretty good system. They come in pretty much only once a day to use the bathroom and then, and uh, you know, I I leave food in a spot, and they put their dishes down, and I grab them with gloves and wash them up, stick them in the dishwasher. So um, yeah, so that's really nice. And I think um, for me, 
Um, I was talking with Rebecca about this today is I've been doing a lot of journaling and kind of delving into stuff. And so I feel like, wow, like after 31 years, maybe I'm finally processing the death of my father, <laughs> um, which is, I think is going to be really beneficial for me. Just um, kind of letting some of that anger come up which I don't know, it's hard to feel, want to feel angry about someone leaving you through death, but it does make you angry. So um, I'm kind of happy that um, I have a really constructive way that allows me to, um, to manage that feeling and leave it behind within 15 or 20 minutes. It's not like lingering with me all day long and, and things like that. Well, that good because better late than never. Yeah, for that I mean, kind it's of stuff. A big process anyway, but I feel like this is uh, the first time that I actually have. I mean, it's not the first time I have time, but I'm not. I don't have too many other distractions, and I really have been enjoying the not driving extra and not making extra trips to the grocery store. Yes, all of those things that. Um, that we look to to distract ourselves a lot of times actually yep all the distractions are being peeled back and there's just just us so what's important and what's not is becoming very apparent in our life anyway so yeah. we don't all have to be going a million directions every night and pass each other at breakfast or before bed so yeah i think lots of people are looking at how they want to set up life differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah. And um, I guess, Shamaho, you're looking forward to more normalcy because you're feeling pretty lonely right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know um, about that. Um, this is a great opportunity for us to um, to be agents of cultural change. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I mean, there are so many things that like we really needed to stop. Right. And um, I, myself, I've been very worried about climate change and those kinds of things. And we have a chance to um, change basic behaviors that that contribute to that, like shopping. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I'm not sure that um, I want things to go back. I, I know I don't want things to go back the way they were, actually. Ah, looking, that's I'm really interesting. To, uh, things to being able, able to uh, do things differently. Yeah. Well, I think it might change the way people work because um, lots of people are working from home. And once they kind of got over the shock of um, changing the way they work, I think that maybe a lot of people will be like, I maybe want to work from home two or three days a week and just go check in at the office or whatever. So, um, 
I, my hope is that things don't just slide right back the way they were and that people will look like, do I have to go to the store every day or can I just wait and go once a week? And so I'm hoping that people will incorporate these changes that they're making um, moving forward, even though we can go back to simple conveniences, maybe we will, you know, think about it a little bit harder before we just jump in the car to run down to the store for some, I don't know, whatever, whatever you might. Distraction. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so we can survive without the things that we never thought we could. So Victor and I are going to be doing a trial run. This will be a change with uh, one car. So I'm selling my car to my son and um, I really want to give it a good, um, I don't know, four to six month trial. Um, if Victor ends up not going back to work in a normal way, it's going to be easy peasy. Because <laughs> <laughs> he'll be working at home. Um, yeah. But if he ends up going to the college, then uh, we'll see. Okay. I know Jesse rides his bike over to the college most of the time. Jesse Ellis. Yeah. That's something we've talked about. Um, uh, so um, Victor's been talking about maybe we might invest some of that money in an electric bike. So then it would be more feasible to, for him to ride his bike to school oh. or things yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, and you, cause all you really need it for is driving to work, right? So yeah. if you work out some sort of a schedule, that would be, that would be really big. I think, so. yeah, I think it's really doable actually. It's just kind of like we, um, can, I can drop him off on, uh, days that I have to work or, and it's just the same thing, like making plans, like actually planning in advance. So if I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and make plans on Wednesdays. So that's the day I'm going to have the car or whatever it is. Right. right? Or, um, things like that. So it could just be that Victor, you know, um, takes transit or carpools a little bit. Um, it could mean that we actually have to uh, I can't lay in bed till like 20 minutes before I roll out and go to work. I'll have to like get up and like drop Victor off and stuff like that, which won't be a bad thing either. And no, actually, that's not a bad thing. Something that I've been practicing, as Rebecca knows, is getting a morning ritual going. So if I maybe I'm going to start trying to, you know, get it 15 minute increments earlier. Yeah, there you go. So by the time like school starts up again in September, you'll be up at like six o'clock every day. Yeah. Uh, that might be pushing it, but you never know. I actually often wake up. And so right now I'm like, ah, I could just stay in bed because I don't have anything else to do. So it's like, <laughs> I think it's kind of a matter of just uh, getting, getting back. And Shamaho, have you been keeping track because um, I've seen a few articles of like, you know, perhaps like the ozone layer is healing. We've seen definitely animals in captivity are um, less stressed and breeding more. And so there is some positive signs. 
that the earth is recuperating. Do you have do you have any more examples of things like that? Um well, no, I don't, but I mean I am aware of those things. Yeah. It's just that they're not in the system yet. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it will require policies on the part of government. It's just yeah. like, I mean, um, all, the, all the information is there. All the knowledge is there. Yeah. What to do and, and even how to do it. And we've proven with this that people can actually change very quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, if somebody would have said three months ago that this is going to happen and you guys are going to be in your homes and you're not going to have access to this or that we would have thought they were crazy and that we could never do it but we can we can yeah and we can do it in good style i mean we're very lucky because we have all this room and space mm -hmm. one of the things that i've noticed are the birds like we always kind of have quite a few birds at our house but this year like it's like the population of the birds around our place are has probably tripled and there's birds that i've never seen before and i'm like is this just because people are outside less and birds feel more comfortable or i don't know it's just really neat that i like there's just so many more birds around i think uh big changes there's less air traffic and so that really disrupts um migration yeah. patterns and things like that i'm assuming i'm pretty sure yeah. i'm right <laughs> and uh so those kinds of changes really do make a big uh impact on on wildlife too i'm like i'm sure the ocean animals are super happy there's not a whole bunch of cruise ships floating around and you know dumping waste into the friggin ocean and all those propellers slicing up their backs yeah yeah. yeah, so there is positive change happening, and um, yeah, hopefully we don't just jump all back into the old ways and see all those changes disappear, so. Yeah, especially the social programs that are going on for people in Canada right now. Like, I think we're seeing how much we can really um, actually afford um, yes. Yes. and, you know, support people in a reasonable way. Like I know um, people who are on disabilities have had some increase. My mom got a little increase with her pensions and things like that. And, you know, for people who are living in, in under the poverty line, those are significant changes. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I think it was before Christmas. They, they were talking about how Iceland has no homeless people, mm -hmm. and why don't we? Because Iceland just said we will not have any homeless people. They just made it a policy and yeah. made sure people had homes. Uh, Medicine Hat has that policy, and they're pretty successful at it. I think. Hmm. Yeah. I yeah, they have uh, everybody who's homeless gets a housing in Medicine Hat. Wow. They had that um, thing for the universal basic income, too. Yeah. Wow, way to go, Medicine Hat. My nephew lives there. Is he? Yeah. 
goes to university there. Wow, that is neat. Good for them. Yeah, it is possible. It just it got cut off, but it, they had it. They tried it. They uh, have some data for the universal basic income. They do have data. Yeah. Well, things are possible if, like, where did all of this money come from that is helping people out? So if you prioritize, then things can happen. It's just what's important. So, right. yeah. 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 Stop contributing to the war machine, as mm -hmm. St. Marie would say. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's the war racket. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm feeling, I don't know, I feel pretty, I don't know, I feel pretty positive and I hope we do have some sustainable changes for sure. And I think I'm definitely going to try to streamline my life so it's more walking. I mean, part of the reason that I love my neighborhood is that it's really walkable. Right. Yeah. And, um, so that could be quite interesting to make a really big effort to support the store that's next to my house so I can walk there and, you know, those yeah. kinds of things. Mm. Well, yeah, you live downtown Castlegar. There's lots of things close to you. So, and you have friends that can come and give you a ride if you need to go somewhere farther. That's true. <laughs> like me. I would be glad to come and take you places. I would be good. Yeah. Well, and we haven't filled up my car, my vehicle. Oh my gosh. I like gas is super cheap, but nobody's going anywhere. <laughs> so this tank of gas has lasted like two months, which is unheard of, but we're not going anywhere. So the yeah. wear and tear on our vehicle sure has stopped. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of good things that way. Yes. So. Yeah. Uh, oh. I feel. No, I think in general uh, things are good. Yeah. Yeah. We just have to get you more socializing, Shemaho. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. We got to keep you busy. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I always enjoy. Uh, I think part of my part of my problem about that is I'm not real good at talking about um, recipes or you know I tend to like to talk about things I'm thinking about. Mm. You like to have real in-depth conversations. Uh, Rebecca and I were talking this morning, Shamaho, and I think we're not afraid to have real conversations. <laughs> we discuss. Sex, finance, and death all in the same conversation, you know? <laughs> we did. And how maybe personal hygiene is taking a bit of a dip yeah. during this time. We're saving water <laughs> by not maybe having quite as many showers. Yeah. So that's a positive. Not good. <laughs> yeah. We talked for about 90 minutes and we covered everything. Yeah. Wow everything deep like like how we can smell <laughs> not so good money how we just were fine talking openly about money and debt and yeah and we even hit on all kinds of ways to you know exit the world yeah right yeah 
And um, I think, uh, yeah, Shamaho, I like having really interesting conversations about feminism and and social programs and like that's up my bag. So I'll I'll call you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like to talk about that kind of stuff. I have. Well, and I'll tell you one thing I'm thinking about, like down at the garden, there's that big platform and people can easily sit six feet apart in a circle. Yeah. And talk or sing or... Maybe we should do that. Just come and, you know... I know I intend to do that, Shauna. Okay, well, I think we should have a a social distance gathering on purpose and... um, and just do it. I think yeah. it, I feel, I feel like it's safe. Be outside yeah. and sing yeah. or whatever. I don't know. I would be up. I think I would be up for something like that for sure. Yeah. Kind of pick a nice day now that the weather's getting nice and warmer. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have many, many wonderful days. Oh, it's just going to start getting nicer for sure. It's not even May yet. So. Yeah. It's coming. So it's does anybody happen. know someone with a cherry, uh, sour cherry tree? Yeah, I have a cherry tree that's flowering right now. No, sour. Oh, sour. No, mine are sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm. What do you do with sour cherries? I can them for pies. Mm. Mm. <laughs> sour cherries make open. the best pies. And they make the best um, jam. Yeah, because you can add how much sweetness you like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they have um, they have a a flavor that's different. Mm-hmm. It's it's um, more complex. So those are the smaller cherries, hey? Yeah. 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 I'll keep my eye open. We have a few cherry trees around around my neighborhood. So if I see some, I'll ask if I can pick some. Mm-hmm. And then Shemaho can make pies and jams. Yeah, yeah, that's right. For everybody. We had a friend drop off some grape jelly a couple days ago. She dropped it at our doorstep and rang the door do- rang the door and the girls went down and so we have quarantine grape jelly, which is all of our favorites. Oh good. Mm-hmm. I act thought this conversation is reminding me that I have some rhubarb plants that my friend gave me that I need to get in the ground. <laughs> oh, our rhubarb's already coming up, so so was <laughs> so I got some starts. Something I think something ate the roots of my rhubarb plants where it was like it it. Uh, I don't know. It didn't survive the. Yeah, year. they're basically impossible to kill. So good job on that. They well, didn't like there, my farm. Um, is there gophers around or moles or anything? Uh, it doesn't seem like it, but there must be because it like it went from the bottom, not the top. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So <laughs> either that or it just hates the spot that it's in, and the roots died or something. But you know, it lived for a couple years there and then it kind of went away so yeah i don't know how i there's something about my yard that rhubarb doesn't actually love which is really weird because it will grow almost anywhere (laughs) (laughs) we have hops the people that lived here before we did planted these these 
I don't know if you've ever seen hops in bloom, but they're really kind of neat and we didn't know what they were, but we finally found them on the internet. So maybe they made their own beer. I don't know, but we have these hops plants that go crazy. Like they're this vine. I actually want to like put more fence out so they can just keep growing and yeah. they're right by the rhubarb. So nice. it's, um, we have a little hops and rhubarb patch. So if anybody wants to make beer, we have a lot of hops so you can contact me for I don't know whatever whatever you do with hops That's well you can make um, tea with the hops flowers and you know it's relaxing oh yeah we are more likely to make tea than beer so do you just like pick the flowers when they're in bloom and then and dry them yeah make tea oh we're gonna have to maybe try that I didn't know you could do anything with them right. besides make beer yeah. Yep, you can. You are the my go-to person for Kootenai plants, Shemaho. Yep. Mm -hmm. I know, I still have that uh, book to figure out how to get printed. Mm. Well, when this is all over, we're going to maybe have to do some sort of a workshop and get you teaching people about what to do with um, local plants. This would have been a nice time, nice to know, like, oh, I can go out and pick my own plants for making my own tea or something like that, so. Well, pretty soon I have to pick hawthorn uh, flowers and leaves for myself, so. Mm. Well, and we're gonna have to go back to the Okanagan like we did in June, July last year and replenish your, um, Sage. Uh, sage. Shauna, you might want to get in on that with us. Yeah, I would. I think my, um, also my mom would like, she's into what can you gather off the earth kind of stuff oh. too. You know. Well, Jess, yeah, last July, Jess, who you had on this podcast, yeah. I took Jess and Shemaho and we went over toward Penticton and we made a day of it. We just went and found a spot and picked sage all day and um, came home. So it was really fun. Yeah. When does the wild asparagus come out, Shamaho? Well, it depends pretty soon. Okay. I mean, yeah, it comes out. Do you know wild asparagus spots? There's some down like at Selkirk College. Yeah, because I only see them when they're too bit too old. <laughs> wow, we well, used to have them where I grew where up. They are. And I loved picking wild asparagus. Oh, it's why we miss our friend Myler most because he knew the good spots. <laughs> um, he's still alive, but he he can't he doesn't have very good mobility anymore. But he he used to always show us where it was when it was out. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Well, we no, that would be a good find. Pardon? We haven't heard Sarah's voice for a while, or do I just? Oh yeah, Sarah had to go because um, Malachi was needed her needed her. Oh. So she had to go to bedtime. Mm -hmm. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, she just she wrote a note. <laughs> she wrote a note and showed us. So so she's she's missing, but. That's okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
any other pressing issues we need to talk about before we go? Hmm. Well, you know, I kind of, you'd asked me to think about a topic yeah. and I kind of struggled with that all day, but I actually, the word I came up with was balance. Yeah. Because I kind of have Sorry, Shamaho, go ahead. Well, achieving balance in is is moment to moment and it's hour to hour and it's day to day and it's project to project. I mean, it's a very um, interesting way to um, consider my state, my um, emotional state or uh, physical or spiritual you know how, how am i doing how out of balance am i <laughs> mm -hmm. and how how much is what's going on helping to bring our um, our society or our planet back into balance because it was definitely very out of balance yeah i think people are um i know there are people who are still working a lot um and some people are finding more balance like i know this is changing a little bit but i know a lot of teachers who are working online and it's it is a lot of work so getting especially getting started up and those kinds of things was um i think they were really out of balance for a while and maybe they're kind of uh coming a bit back into balance, but I think people don't really realize how much extra work it, it can be. So um, preparing those kinds of things and the extra time that technology really takes and, um, you know, uh, instead of addressing a class and maybe three people have a question, you have 20 emails to answer now or, like a lot of things that can put you out of balance, but then you kind of achieve some balance on the other end of like, well, I'm, I don't have to drive to school and I don't have to do this or um, something we've discovered is like um, expenditures on little things like uh, I'm not driving, so I'm not stopping at the drive-through. Um, like. Just, right. I think, more financial balance in a lot of ways. Um, and yeah, definitely I'm spending more time looking inward, I think, which was really lacking before. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Shemaho, are you, like, the earth is maybe coming back into balance, but are you, like, with so much time alone and being isolated, do you feel out of balance like you have too much time to yourself and not enough time with other people because that can shift balance the other way some people might need more stillness and quiet and solitude but do you need less than you're getting right now um you know a lot of the time it's okay um i'm uh and in certain respects, you know, because I'm new in Castlegar, and I felt like I was just starting to develop some friendships that were meaningful, and they got 
halted um, or uh, you know because you need to do things together to build a relationship right mm-hmm. so um, so that has more to do with it than anything you know I really miss my old home <laughs> mm. yeah you know and it's kind of like the reasons I moved to town aren't really available right now I know they will be but it's like to to be able to go to the pool or go to the doctor or right you know go to seniors things or stuff like that there none of them are available well so. this is short term and it won't like yes there's it's uncertain when it will end but it will end and all of those things will start up again and maybe even be more important than they were before like real like in-person connections so but you know rebecca me i'm like your mom i'm high risk and she and i are not really going to be able to move around freely until there's a vaccine which is a whole nother topic like the (laughs) anti-vaxxers yeah it's a whole nother topic that's, um, you know, um, people believing rumors rather than facts. P- people more, you know, it's, it, it makes me nervous. Yeah, I was a little bit mortified. I saw a video of, um, and I, I can't remember, it was a news source and I think it was, I don't know, like maybe like ABC Seattle or something, but there was these, so I was like in shock when I watched it. it was like these two young doctors saying we should just get back to normal blah 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 you know and I was like what the like why are these doctors advocating it and I was like is this a hoax are they really doctors <laughs> like I was just like I, I mean I was watching it on Facebook so I had very good reasons to wonder of, of its validity um, <laughs> but you know i was like wow like and i i feel like there's something that needs to be in balance there too because there's kind of um a polarization of people feeling like that it's really important to keep restricted and then there's people that are saying okay we are losing freedoms here and we do not want to lose our freedoms and i i agree with both sides like i totally think that we need to act in a manner that keeps our society safe and also there is some fear that like sometimes when measures get put in place after something happens they don't really go away or you know what I mean so it's like I I definitely don't want to but I would definitely rather be more voluntarily following the recommendations rather than um have police patrolling our cities and you know yeah um those kinds of things like i don't want to end up in a police state because there's an uprising against suggestions <laughs> right yeah. yeah yeah so there's something well, we one, one of the senators in the state he and i heard him say it he you know he said that um the economy was more important than life yeah and there's just you know there's a lot of people that are that um dissociated 
Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend and I was just actually speaking with her on, well, messaging on Facebook and she lives in New York, like not New York City, but um, she lives in New York State. And so she said, how are things there with you? And I said, actually, my community and my province is doing pretty well. Like there's not a huge outbreak. Like I haven't even really heard of any cases much. And she, I said, how is it there? And she's like, it is still so bad. And like New York has been under this for lots longer than we have. And they're still like, things are still really, really bad there. And so it's like, wow. But like New York is also much more populated than here and stuff. But it's also just like, they're not going to get back to normal anytime soon. So it's, it's just kind of that, wow, we are actually doing really well. That BC is on top of it and as in control as we are, like pat ourselves on the back, but still keep that necessary vigilance. So that's the balance there is like when to know to start reintroducing these freedoms without just having everything blow up in our face. Well, I, I trust Bonnie Henry. Yeah. She, you know, the, the provincial health officer. Yeah. She, she, she is so knowledgeable about it. You know, she wrote a book. Um, I think it was in 2005. I'm trying to find a copy. Um, soap, water, and... Um, anyway, she's just talking about, like, this is... You know, people should have been staying home from colds forever. That's what I'm hoping, is people will quit sending their kids to school and daycare when they're sick. Yeah. Things like that, you know, things we should have been doing. Yeah. Think well, I think with those kind of things, people are like, oh, it's just a cold. And if someone else, if they spread it, it's not the end of the world. And it's more convenient to send sick kids to school than it is to stay home. I don't know. I'm just throwing like I've like it was never really a life and death thing. Like everybody gets cold. So you get your cold now or you get it in a couple months like but I think maybe people will start looking at things differently because this might be the start, not to be like all fear-y, but this might be the start of diseases that we can't control. That's so, what I'm hoping. Yeah. I just read, uh, I Googled it, Shamaho. So the book of Bonnie Henry's is called Soap, Water, and Common Sense. Common <laughs> and Sense. Yeah, literally. I feel like that's really appropriate because you know i think it's i really hope we can achieve a balance of um of exactly that like you know practicing good hygiene techniques soap and water not freaking bleaching the shit out of everything and yeah. um, um and then also like yeah stay home if you're sick and stuff but also don't create a sterile world that's gonna generate a whole generation of immunocompromised children like i was just reading that or on netflix there's a series and i think it's called babies or something and they were talking about how kids who are raised with a dog in the home have the best immune systems because all sorts of you get this whole 
uh, microbiome going on because the dog brings in allergens and things like that. And some people can't tolerate that, but the normal immune system will adapt to those things. And so I think, yeah, it's really important to have that balance of of soap, water, and common sense. And like, do not be fearful of ever being exposed to the things that we need in our body to generate an immune system because that's how we work yeah (laughs) so i know i always said my that's my superpower common sense yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a good thing to have yeah so well i think it's getting a bit late and we should probably wrap it up but i really want to thank you ladies for joining me and it was good to connect and i think um shamahola thank you very much for reminding us to i think especially for um elderly people and even sarah you know people that are single or and have small families let's try and remember to um reach out more to especially those people yes well i i know i would appreciate it all right i also know i can call either one of you even if i'm very distressed and yes yes i would say are you okay and then if you would just say yes i'm okay i just want to talk then we would get your physical safety out of the way first and then we would move on from there right sounds good yes just do call because we're home i don't go anywhere so you know i'm home (laughs) yeah and even if i'm at work i'm only busy till like 11 (laughs) o'clock and then i'm free pretty free so um so that's pretty good and um yeah i think um I I have high social needs, so I'll call you for sure. Okay, great. Okay. Well, okay. thanks for setting this up again, Shauna. Yeah, Too bad thanks. Sarah couldn't stick around, but little ba- little kids need their mamas at bedtime. So. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, good night, everybody, and let's just keep in touch. Okay. Good night. Good. Thanks. Okay. Good night. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Why Am I So Bitchy. Next week, I think we're going to have another episode with um, Christine, uh, continuing on with the fear topic. Um, Just trying to organize that. So hopefully that happens. Um, We are talking about it. That's a good sign. Um, I hope you enjoyed this um, episode. And as always, if you want to... um, record why you're bitchy, um, make a comment, please do. Uh, Thanks for listening and have a great week.